0: Hello, welcome to episode 117 of the Saigonier podcast. After several months of silence, I'm Mike Tatarsky, Editor-in-Chief at Saigonier, joined by Koi Pham, Deputy Editor. Hello. And Paul Christensen, Content Director. Yellow. How are we doing today?
1: I didn't realize that I missed that yellow. But...
0: Yeah, I guess we don't really have any good reason for the break, to be honest. Uh, perfectly honest. Um, inertia. <laughs> yeah. But we actually start today with some news. Uh, so I'm leaving second year. So actually, by the time you hear this, I um, will already be gone. <laughs> that sounds funny. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm stepping down as editor in chief for a new job. Um, I'll still be doing some editing here and there in various ways. But. We don't really know what this means for the podcast yet. I, I mean, I guess we can put, say it'll be going on indefinite hiatus, but hopefully we'll be back either in English or Vietnamese in the future. Um, there's also some or Yiddish. Yiddish, oh. potentially. Yeah. It's possible. Definitely Yiddish. <laughs> uh, there's also some major website changes coming. So that may have some impact on the podcast in the future. We'll see. So, yeah, you're getting one episode after four months and now you might not get another one for <laughs> even longer. Sorry about that um we're
1: doing we, it the the richard Linklater way nine <laughs> yeah. year nine year one it. movie oh
0: yeah exactly uh but anyway so today we'll start as always with Bun me banter before we're giving some uh kind of just like behind the scenes insight and memories from over the years uh we also want to share our appreciation for previous co-hosts and other people that we wouldn't have been able to do this without um yeah didn't have an end point there <laughs> It's time for Bun mi banter. we go around the table and share one thing we can't stop bantering about over our Bun Me. Koi. What are you bantering about? So it's literally
1: can be a bun me banter, but uh I I I spoke to Paul and Mike before this and we thought that we would do some sort of a food fight for old times' sake, because we we used to fight a lot over food. It was so one does of it our best, our <laughs> best we still, recurring we still do, just not on the <laughs> podcast as yeah. much. So, uh, my my provoking question for fighting this time is: what's
0: a good food to eat in the shower? <laughs>
2: uh, well, that's a good question.
0: I mean, I'd probably argue none.
2: No, that's wrong.
1: No, I mean, like <laughs> y- you, you come back. I'll set the scene, like you come Mm. back to work at like ten PM, you've been working for so long, and you haven't eaten anything for like half a day, and then you step in the shower, (laughs) and then while you're like washing your hair and (laughs) slathering a concoction of things on your body, you suddenly feel peckish. (laughs) Your mind turns to something in the house. Mm. What would that be?
0: I've Mm. thought I've given this a lot of thought in the past. (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, I'm also now thinking of the this will be good Gen Z content but the classic Seinfeld episode where Kramer installs a, a <laughs> drainage disposal in his yeah. uh, showers that he can both shower and wash produce at the same time <laughs> yeah, that was a good oh, one I, yeah, <laughs> some, okay I mean, may, maybe I'll go
1: first I think a good food to eat and shower is a beer oh
2: shower beer is a great beer yeah I mean
1: like it's technically food yeah. it has calories it does it does carbs um, and it I guess, like, the, the hot water will spoil the the ideal temperature of a beer a
0: little bit.
2: But if you drink it fast enough, then it's like drinking a cold beer on a hot summer's day. Then you get the nice contrast. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I think, so, it has to be an item that could get, like, a little bit of mist or droplets. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, a crunchy banh mi is no good because just yeah. a few drops and it's ruined. Also, yeah. no primos. No Pringles, no Pringles, yeah.
0: I, mean, I think really any bread or chip would be tricky. Yeah. Mm.
2: And then I would forgive somebody for thinking that it could be like something that could absorb moisture without even noticing, like soup. Like if you'd have a bowl, <laughs> ah, oh, yeah, 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 right, like a few drops could get in and you'd have no idea. Yeah. But the problem with soup is I would argue that most soups require utensils. Yeah. yeah, And that's a hassle. It's all slippery. Your fingers are sudsy. Then where yeah. do you rest the utensils? Yep, that, so yeah, soup's sure. not as good as you might think on first
1: thought. No. What What about like a canned uh, tomato soup or something? Then you can just drink it. <laughs> oh.
0: I guess kind of anything you yeah. can drink would be feasible at least. Mm. Or fruit. Oh, fruit could be good.
2: Mm? Like a banana? Because then you could take a bite and then like, put the peel around it is like a moisture <laughs>
1: protector. And then like you can just like turn to the shower to wash your hands. Yeah. I think like an apple yeah. would probably be good. Yeah. Oh apple would be I, good. Are we an apple in a shower. Yeah.
0: Um
1: I, I think it, it also has to have a good texture. Yeah. In terms of it has to be kind of crunchy. Because like within the boundaries of the bathroom there's also the toilet. So <laughs> That mushy texture could bring your mind to certain places you don't want to yeah. go to.
2: Well, all right. I'm going to go a different direction. Let's <laughs> lean into the moisture uh, in okay. the shower. Oh, God. Uh, like when you make goikun or you have like various dishes mm-hmm. where you kind of wrap them yourself. Yeah, yeah. You could bring the dry <laughs> rice paper into the shower, put it under the <laughs> faucet, and there you go. You can just start assembling. Oh, that's your, you know. But no,
0: but where, but where are you like putting the shrimp julienne carrots and that kind of stuff like you Um, can't store that in the shower i don't think it's what the soap dish is for (laughs) (laughs) it's not soap dish anymore
1: it's (laughs) carrot dish
2: well this actually dovetails exactly into my banter because something that i think would be good in the shower Mm because as you said right a Mm -hmm. drink is a good thing Mm -hmm. i think a smoothie would also be good yeah like if it's Mm -hmm. too early for a beer um you could maybe have a smoothie Mm, maybe a, like a morning
1: shower. You wouldn't drink beer. Yeah. You could drink a smoothie.
2: You could drink a smoothie. And yeah. uh, recently, I've been drinking more smoothies. There's a really good smoothie place near my house. And I've been doing some experimentation <laughs> to try and find my favorite smoothie. <laughs> so last night, I had strawberry and durian. Okay. Mm. Uh, in the past couple of weeks, I've tried jackfruit. I've tried coconut. I've tried... Pretty much everything I can mix with durian, I've tried. I accidentally <laughs> once got avocado when they gave it to the wrong customer. Oh mm-hmm. no! Um, apple. S- I had an orange smoothie, which was a wild ride because it was not the consistency I wanted. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've. I didn't even know that was a thing when you mentioned it. So, I would contend, not the best smoothie. I mean, that's durian in my for me, but <laughs> orange smoothie get cinto Cam better than you would think. Okay. Waterier than your average smoothie, mm. but much more voluminous, voluminous, volumptuous, volumptuous, <laughs> much more, much well, more voluminous.
0: I like volumptuous.
1: Did they add uh, the condensed milk in it? Or I it think there was
2: some ice and a little bit of sweetened condensed milk. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so so in the spirit of food fights, I'm curious what you guys... If you could only have one more Sinto for the rest of your life.
1: Oh. that's Or a that favorite if they're not that's one big. and the same. Hmm. I really like coconut, I have to say. Like, if you get a young-ass coconut, <laughs> that is... You know, like because young coconut, it they also like put the juice in to mix it. Like sometimes, if a good vendor does, mm-hmm. it's a really good one. Mm, um, if you point. get old one, it's then it's kind of grainy and sandy. Mm. You don't want that. Yeah, that's um, what I've had. I'm also partial to sapoche. Ooh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a fairly good fruit that's made for the blender basically. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good fruit made <laughs> for the blender. Because, you know, like, it's, it's mushy and it's kind of soft in texture when it's ripe. Mm-hmm. So it's not as inviting as an apple or, or a mango mm-hmm. in terms of texture. Yeah. But when you, like, blend everything up with some ice and a little bit of milk, it's a very refreshing... Smoothie. Yeah. which yeah, could
2: I, be said for custard apples, but I tried to make a smoothie with a custard apple at home the other day. Complete fucking disaster. <laughs> the seeds are a menace.
0: Oh. Huh. I think you I have, you're
2: you supposed to de-seed them before. Well, learn that halfway in. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any seeds are supposed
0: to go into the blender. <laughs> I don't blender. think it's
1: the custard apple's fault <laughs> that it didn't, it didn't turn out right. Yeah, smoothie...
0: I mean, I'm going to avoid my fancy... Uh, getting into the fancy howdy end smoothies, but I think, like... Wait, wait, wait but, Before
2: you continue, what is a fancy taudian smoothie? <laughs> like an acai bowl or something?
0: Uh, well, like stuff with like cocoa powder or something like uh, that or cacao, yeah. whatever. Anyway, um, I mean, I really like, just like for traditional ones, I really like like mango, banana, dragon fruit, I think is a good combination or just oh. mango, banana. Any of those three variations are good. Um, durian, I'll admit, I, I don't know if I've had a durian smoothie. I probably have in some capacity, but... It, it doesn't like jump out to me as a, well, we all have <laughs> different views on durian, I think. Um, yeah, I'm going to say mango, banana, dragon fruit for me. Dragon good fruit choice. is a good one. It's good color, depending mm-hmm. on the type of dragon fruit. Yeah, if it's red dragon fruit, you get a nice, re- very nice color. It doesn't taste like much, much
1: though.
2: No, but in a smoothie, if you're joining with other
0: things.
1: It, it- tastes like the concept of tropical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a vague concept. Yeah, tropical. a vague concept. Not very
0: passionately tropical. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, ambivalently tropical. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're we've I think, well, Paul was certainly on brand with his banter talking about durian. Um, I'm I might as well just close out with the freaking embarrassment of prestige TV shows that Ooh. we've been are are currently being hit with. It's like it, I feel like every week, like some huge new shows either debuting or. Returning, like Paul and I have been talking about Better Call Saul, which is back for its final season, um, which is maybe better than Breaking Bad, actually. Um, pot- potentially. Potentially. Um, there's been a ton of, ton of other stuff this year. I guess I should just pick a couple to shout out. I really liked Severance, which is from Apple, I think. Wait, sorry uh, what, what do you think that's about? Oh, yeah, this Wait. game's always fun. S- I have no idea. Either. Severance,
1: <laughs> as in Severance
0: Package? Well... No, not in this case, necessarily. But but the word, it's like... Oh, that. yeah, yeah, oh, that okay. word, yeah. Um,
1: it's also a noun of the verb sever. Yeah, right? that's where I was... So I think it's like, it's a dark comedy about an estranged child's <laughs> journey to cut himself from the arms of uh, his very smothering father. To find his long lost mother, mm. who oh, is wow. played by um, I don't know, C. Car- Carol in drag.
2: Oh, 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 that's that's Oscar <laughs> Emmy bait if I ever heard it. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that it's a uh, follows a medical doctor played by okay. one of the lesser Baldwin brothers, uh, <laughs> who severs an artery by accident.
0: Mm. Mm. And George, then, George Baldwin.
2: Yeah, George Baldwin and when he severs it, he feels great guilt and tries to make amends with the now-disabled woman that he uh, disabled, and they fall in love, and it's a romantic comedy.
0: Ooh, I like that. that. So both quite wrong, Um, (laughs) but enjoy enjoy the descriptions. Uh, No, it stars um, Adam Scott of uh, Parks and Rec fame, Um, and I think it's based on a book, but it's about this company that's inv- invents this technology called sev- severance where you, they like implant something in your brain and your work and your personal lives are severed. So they like enter, they go to work, take an elevator down to this floor. And then anything from their personal life, they basically become a, another person. Like they forget it and they only have their work life. And then when they leave the Ooh. building, the reverse happens. They don't, they don't remember anything about their job just their personal life. So it is, it is funny I mean, there's some dark humor. There's definitely a drama, uh, but mm-hmm. really, really good. Um, first half of the season is takes a little while to get going, um, but then the last like three or four episodes are pretty thrilling, so recommended. Mm. And if I had to recommend one other, let's go with um, Minx. It's like a new... It's from HBO. Ma- oh, wait. Do you yeah. guys want to guess <laughs> the never, never heard of this H- one. H- how do you spell a- M-I-N-X. that? M-I-N-X. Minx. Oh, ah, I'm, okay. I'm gonna, here, let me guess. I'm going <laughs> to guess that
2: it's... Um a documentary about it's <laughs> not a documentary <laughs> sure, let me continue. It's a prestige documentary uh-huh. focused on a dyslexic razor of animals for the fur trade, so <laughs> he sells minx oh. coats that he always misspells, which causes high <laughs> drinks in this hilarious documentary
1: Uh-huh oh that's nice. Okay. I will watch that <laughs> yeah. i I think uh Ming's is not an actual animal, but the name of a protagonist. Hmm. Uh, I think it's a prestige uh, teen revenge trauma in which the character Mings was uh, initially bullied by friends and had to move away for a while. And then now she's back with a vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) She's gonna do despicable things to her
0: past bullies. (laughs) I'd watch that. So it's a comedy on uh, HBO max about set in the seventies. And it's about this woman who wants to see woman. Yeah. She, she's trying to launch a like feminist magazine oh. um, and fails because misogyny, no publishers want it until mm. she meets uh, a publisher of smut magazines who likes the idea and says, we can go with your topics, but it's going to be in like, there'll be male nudity. So it'll be like playboy, but for women, with like articles about like female empowerment and that kind of stuff. Um, many drama and hilarity ensues. It's actually really, it's very funny and um, covers a lot of different hmm. topics around, uh, obviously feminism and also the patriarchy and all, you know, some pretty big topics, but it's very hmm. funny.
2: Is it based on a true story?
0: I don't think so. I mean, Minx is the name of the magazine that she ends up creating. Hmm. Maybe there's some real life inspiration, but... Yeah. All, all everything in it is uh made up hmm. um but yeah minx and severance i'll throw out those as my two two picks Very nice out of the like dozens of shows on right now
1: i, I want to say i kind of like this new trend of like picking random words to be your the title <laughs> of your series yeah i'm gonna create a new series called blender based on oh. what we just talked about <laughs>
0: The first episode of this podcast hit the interwebs on January 18th, 2018, Um, and looking back on it, it's quite a time capsule. We discussed the roles of Vietnamese actors in Star Wars The Last Jedi, which had recently come out and was the last good Star Wars movie, but that's another podcast for another time, as well as the impact of Saigon's sidewalk clearing campaign, which uh, really didn't have any impact, RIP uh, Captain Sidewalk. Uh, He's not dead, by the way. No, he's doing good um, stuff. His his alter ego is dead. He left the government. Let's let's say, uh, but Paul wasn't actually part of Year at that time. At least not on staff. Um, so it was. Coy, so yeah, he, he, around, he was, hangs around. <laughs> <laughs> he hangs around outside our window in a bush. I was yeah. an interloper. Yeah, so I, I listened to the start of the episode, and Koi, let kind of you kind of let out your inner woo, woo girl at the start, which was amusing. Uh, so it was me, Koi, woo. and then Dana, oh. <laughs> Dana Phila Gibson, my predecessor, um, who was outgoing on her way back to the great white north of Toronto. Audio quality was absolute garbage. Um, we were recording in our old office. Old, old office which was above the restaurant anon and is now a bar mccoy do you have any we'll call this our first era because we've moved to a few different <laughs> recording locations uh mccoy do you have any specific memories memorable um, moments from then
1: yeah i mean i actually don't remember much about what we did in that uh yeah. little closet of a recording quote-unquote recording studio yeah. though i remember the the noises outside because mm. I don't. We weren't very near a school at all. Uh, we were in in the middle of a market, but there was there were always children screaming. Yeah, and I remember like we had to like at one point wait for them to stop screaming, record <laughs> a few sentences, yeah. and then they would scream again, and <laughs> yeah. they would have to stop. Yeah, uh, it wasn't fun, but it was kind of like quaint, homely in a in kind of a. Like, we don't have a lot of resources, but we're trying to make it as journalists, kind of way. <laughs> um, we also did a very, very memorable episode on Ghost Story, if I
0: mm. can oh. recall
1: correctly. Yeah.
2: Which oddly mm-hmm. made its way into an award-winning poetry book by <laughs> Hua Win. She listened to that episode, wrote yeah. a few poems in response, and it was published a year ago.
0: Yeah. I think we're, we're our royalties. Yeah, we
1: we, we <laughs> something like um, the the ghost stories surrounding Tokyo Plaza in District Five. Oh yeah, there was a
0: few good ones. Yeah, uh, maybe like the Fine Arts Museum. And
1: I remember that I said that the building is haunted by the ghosts of capitalism <laughs> because uh, McDonald's moved in on the first floor. That's right. And
0: uh, and then it became a giant COVID hospital. Yeah. How about that? The circle of life. Yeah.
1: Um, and apart from the sound quality i want to say we were also kind of like trying to get our footing with the content and the way we recorded it wasn't quite as naturally flowing as we are doing now yeah we had, there was
0: more of like we still have a, a script in air quotes but there was that was more of like i remember in each section it was like seven to 12 minutes and i was like if we got to 12 minutes oh, be yeah. like oh no we're going over time um <laughs> uh, but also I don't even know what episode it was, but then I should also shout out Teen Nguyen, our former colleague. Um, she joined some, it must have been shortly after we started, because um, she yeah. also worked with us in that office. Who was a really good voice for many, many episodes. Um,
2: Her sides were top top tier.
0: Some, Also some of my favorite all-time quotes from the, any of our episodes, which we've covered some of them before. But, well, some of them were just like verbal stumbles, which might be a little mean to... I have them as well but I do know that I think my favorite moment if I had to pick one would be the <laughs> it was like what do you hope the metro has and she said chairs like <laughs> yeah. talking about like you can dream of anything to put on a <laughs> train she, she, just she, chairs <laughs> as long as it has No no, no.
1: I I think the context was it was the round table episode mm. and the uh, and we were oh, talking were about like we were like fantasizing about the Saigon metro and like what would the average local chaotic Saguenere would do to it like yeah, you know yes. we were saying like oh they could breed like chickens or something yeah i think it was like what will you, what do you expect to see and uh, yeah we were thinking like somebody's yeah, sorry, gonna bring on chickens right. somebody's yeah. gonna like
0: you
2: know be giving a haircut and is like i expect to see chairs <laughs> <laughs> yep that's
0: yeah well but she was genuinely great to have on the podcast oh, and miss her insight the, and the voice the jury's as well. still out for the chairs yeah we still don't know we, we still may don't know. never find out um, but Paul, I, I mean my timeline here is I have no idea when anything happened to anybody, but did, were you aware of the podcast yeah, when you joined? So I
2: think by the time it launched, I was um yeah, as, as Koi uh alluded to, not quite on Saigonier, but I was around. I mm-hmm. was freelancing some some yeah. stuff at the time. Um but I hadn't really sat down and talked with any of you all at any great length. So I I think the first like Saigoneer team dinner that I joined. I knew of some of you from the podcast. Mm. So in my head, I could kind of put people like, oh, that must be, that's Dana <laughs> over there. That must be, I recognize that voice. Yeah. Um, and I think I, we, I remember sitting down because me and T, uh, aforementioned T kind of joined full-time staff at the same time. And we were kind of, you know, internally discussions about who would do what, who would have what role. And it was uh, appropriately mentioned at the time, like, oh, the podcast doesn't need another white dude, Paul. Like, <laughs> you can go sit, sit while we record. Yeah. And I, I went on once to talk about literature because I have a background in that. And then my bad food takes were causing such an uproar <laughs> at the office that somebody said, well, all right, we need to hash this out, Paul. Come back on the podcast one more time. And after that, I just kept coming. Yeah. You know, I invited yeah. or not, I just, just kept coming. Just joining. never leave. I just yeah. Didn't leave, yeah. despite our efforts. Yeah. So. yeah.
0: I think, was that when we were already at Joe's studio when you joined? The I think first so. food
2: fight was still, I, I recorded two or three at the uh, old okay. one. I remember sitting because we had to get there really early too because- Otherwise, the office was occupied. So oh, we'd have yeah, to get there at right. like 7 yeah. or 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. to do the recordings. Yeah,
1: because it wasn't a studio, but it's, uh, it was where our uh, photographer and designer sat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we had to go really early before everyone gets to work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Studio is a very generous term. Uh, but then eventually we did move into recording at an actual studio, um, Nyoko Studio in Dachau, um run by the lovely Joe Nguyen. Um, We recorded there for, again, I guess I should have looked at the dates, but we don't have it like, it's not in the episode titles where it's like, here's what we recorded today. So I honestly have no idea. Probably Um, at least a year. Yeah. uh, So we would, yeah, because we started doing that when we were in above Anan and continued when we were in this office for some amount of time. I Um, feel
1: like we did around four or five episodes at the Anan office. Yeah, and, then, and quickly we're
0: like, this audio is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was a full blown studio with you know soundproof walls and all the tools. And Joe was um, great, great to work with. Also, uh, yes. Really nice guy. Um, and that, so yeah, that that's when it was the four of us. And. I don't know if Sen Nguyen joined for any of their... She did. She did. did, okay.
1: Her first episode was the one uh, about Trump's visit to Hanoi. Ah, okay. And uh, if I'm not wrong, Tam, uh, Tam Le, our mm. uh, friend and also writer, freelance writer, she joined for the Moon Kate episode. Right Because we asked her something about... Uh, localizing moon case or yeah yeah oh, i remember that topic like that. yeah yeah and i remember that because i
2: missed that and maybe part of the reason why they came on was that was when i broke my leg <laughs> so i was trapped in a hotel bed and then a, a hospital bed up in da Nang for a few weeks yeah um and i remember i did send in one dispatch from the field because <laughs> yeah. i had an arduous like 200 meter journey to try and find f- fruit with a uh, shattered I leg and crutches. Yeah, And then for some reason, so Joe's studio, and again, shout out to Joe, fantastic was fantastic, um, was on the fifth floor? Seventh floor? Not seventh. Thirtieth floor? I think, it was,
0: I think it was five. Similar to the office now.
2: Yeah, I remember going up that those stairs on crutches for a few do- I don't know why the hell I was doing that. But <laughs> yeah, that's- I think that
0: that was the one downside of the studios if like, if, if there was nothing in a, and if nobody was in the studio before us, like would be locked and then Joe would come in with us and turn on the AC. And if you had just walked up the stairs and it was like just turning on the air conditioning yeah. after it's been off all day, that was less than pleasant, but it cooled down. And um, I think it was also during that stretch that we changed because if you look back through our episode list, like initially it was like, we're going to do two like news segments mm. and then bond me banter. We, so we talked about like the grab Uber merger and like a fire at an apartment complex and I don't know, a bunch of other stuff. And then eventually I think we kind of realized like we don't really have a whole lot to add to these besides what's already being reported publicly. Because like mm. if you're VN Express, they have reporters going out in the field and talking to the whoever we're, we're not doing that. Um, so then switch to the more food fights and round tables And if you could be a Vietnamese superhero or something like that, what would you be? Yeah. Here? Those sorts of things, which I think opened it up to a lot more creativity.
2: I'm trying to remember some of the guests we had when we were at Joe's yeah, studio. I, I well, I feel gu- like guests as well.
0: It was also, I feel like the
1: golden era, so-called, in terms of guests. Mm. Yeah. Because I feel like we have one every single week or we so for one. a while.
2: I remember I'm trying to remember we had the comedian Wu min was when we were at yeah, Joe's one Studio. Of them. Yeah. Um, the artist Gwen Lam, mm. mm. I remember was there. We also
1: talked to Jacqueline Huang Wing, who was also an artist. Um,
0: right. Yeah, there was a I mean, yeah, a lot of a mix it was a mix of in person and um remote interviews which were kind of tricky um, oh didn't
1: you have um sam maruta from maru yeah sam was on uh yeah. rest rip yeah. actually he RIP. passed away
0: several months ago very sadly um but yeah he was he was really he's a great guy good guest as well um yeah i mean well, a remote was like we had like eric harms the yale professor who's done a lot of study about like tooth heme and fumi hung here in oh, vietnam yeah that was a good one um yeah. And then again, at some point we moved to where we are now, our office on Pester street. Um, yeah, don't get that, which address. we don't need any interlopers. <laughs> yeah. Which here, I guess we can shout out Alberto, our CTO. And he kind of figured out the tech side of us report- recording our- ourselves, um, with pretty much the same audio quality as when we were in Joe's studio. Um, also with Nguyen Nguyen lays recording, he's doing the recording. He's sitting right here staring at his phone um off mic <laughs> so those, those two guys on the tech side have been key since we moved here um and then t left some point in the time again i i've Put a year and i've truly really lost him. all sort all sense of right time.
1: before uh, the pandemic yeah hits vietnam
0: yeah yeah and then i think the pandemic is also a good Okay, not good, sorry. Um, another timeline, I guess because we started that I mean, as we all know, if, if you're in Vietnam like 2020 was largely pretty normal like I think we did a bunch yeah, we did episodes a fair amount, fairly normally yeah. um well, then we got into lockdown last year and we did record a couple, but that was like a tech oh nightmare because yeah. we were all stu- we were all obviously stuck at our various homes or apartments. Paul had a particular trouble with headphones, I think oh for- yeah.
2: Yeah, there was audio trouble Gloria. I was constantly <laughs> cutting in and cutting out, and the amount of
0: oh, can, can 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 you hear me now? Can oh wait wait hello hello. But sometimes like one or two people would be able to hear each other, and the third not. Or there was like many different configurations yeah. of like we can hear you, we can't you hear us? Like no, I don't hear anybody, and all yeah. that sorts of fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. At any memorable moments for you guys either from moving to this office or uh, in lockdown? <laughs> I feel like the the way we're
1: doing it before and also at the moment right now exactly, it feels more comfortable mm-hmm. like sitting on your couch at home talking to your friends. Yeah, but it's also less legit. I don't know if legit is the right word, but like it, I, I I really like recording in Joe's studio. I have mm-hmm. to say, like it it feels like um like we're properly doing something instead <laughs> of like lounging around talking about random things mm. um because of one of my favorite memory of um of that external studio with joe at the on the fifth floor is doing the quote unquote drunk route table because oh yeah. we because we i remember oh. <laughs> we rushed to this one Japanese supermarket oh, near there yeah. to get like novelty oh, Japanese yeah. beer and cider and stuff to bring <laughs> to the round table. Yeah, and yeah, Ending up not quite drunk, but, but it, it, it achieved the, the purpose of yeah. being tipsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like rushing down the stair from the office on Thursday because we had to take, get a cab. To get to the thing, yeah.
0: Um, it was pretty fun, that was fun, yeah.
1: Um, and then, and if you are recording in your own office, like now, it's just basically you go record and then you go back to, <laughs> to the chair, it's yeah. As,
2: yeah, I mean, in five minutes, we're just gonna turn off the microphones and be like, all right, and then we're gonna <laughs> literally walk 20 <laughs> meters away and sit down at our desk and go back to whatever we yeah, were yeah. Right. Well,
1: before. It was like there's a whole setup and then we go in and we sit in our chair and then there are mics above our face. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah and I and I do think um I mean if we're talking behind the scenes and in full transparency, I don't want to speak for you guys, but like I think we definitely hit some like we're not like we hit some idea walls as well because we had this big I guess it was after lockdown or was it before when we mm jokingly relaunched for the second season after like 105 episodes (laughs) um i Um, think
2: season two lasted about three episodes with the
0: uh like what was it um that time we and um Mm -hmm. this or that and we and was we it it took us a long time to come up with those ideas and we like felt pretty good about uh, them at the time and then yeah i think within five or six episodes we were like kind of ran out of steam which uh, i mean is a big reason you haven't heard a podcast since january um so it's hard so i mean i have a lot of respect for getting a little off topic here, but like for podcasts that just go, uh, I mean, some of them it's kind of like, I listen to TV podcasts in the U S and there's always TV. So they or yeah. sports. There's always sports. Um, whereas or I certainly kind of struggled after a little while to come up, start coming up with stuff.
2: It has been interesting too, since the podcast launched in 2017, um, to see how podcast ecosystem here in Saigon and across Vietnam has mm. has really changed significantly. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying we had any impact on that, but just to exist as a podcast while the podcast sphere, both kind of English language ones at first, I'd say there were yeah. a few other ones that kind of started popping up and are now more than ever to the point where, I'll see on like Facebook or something that I'll have friends that are on a podcast mm. and I'm like, what podcast is that? I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Where when we started, it was kind of unheard of that there'd be another podcast. Um, and then I think more recently to see Vietnamese podcast really, really take off, yeah. which is, which is really cool. And, and uh, yeah, it, it is neat to see.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure only that that'll only continue. I mean, I, it's still, I think still a pretty young medium, but um lots of opportunity and i, I have a question have, have either of you ever been identified by your voice by someone who, who oh, has heard I you on the have. podcast <laughs>
1: um i don't know if it's a good or bad thing but by a tinder date oh nice <laughs> as in they heard your voice and they're like i recognize that voice or they're like no like i tell them where i am at uh and then they say, oh are you that dude from the podcast uh, okay like, gotcha yes timidly <laughs> i don't yeah does that
2: yeah. my question be did that have a good or a bad response is it like oh cool or it's like it was uh, a good
1: response but i don't i don't want to be that guy who's like i have a podcast yeah. you know <laughs> I, i'm not ashamed of the second a new podcast sure. but not like i don't want to flaunt it either
2: yeah i had one situation where i was like with some like friends of friends or whatever, like in a group of people. And there was uh, a guy there that, you know, just small talk or whatever and mentioned Saigonier. He's like, oh, I, he's a Vietnamese guy. I was studying in the States. He said, oh, when I was in the States, I listened to your podcast all the time. It really made me feel like at home again. Mm. I'm like, oh, that's really sweet. He's like, oh, yeah, I do recognize your voice. And then he kind of looked at me. <laughs>
0: <What>? He kind of <laughs> looked at me.
2: Yeah, my phone made it. He kind of <laughs> looked at me. and goes, huh. I thought you'd be bigger, <laughs> which I I guess is good. I don't you know. You have a fat voice. Yeah, I've like, got, got a gristly, chubby voice. I guess you just you sound fat. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, what a
0: curious comment. Um, where was I going? Yeah, I mean, I, that something I've had. I think a couple people kind of say like, "Oh, I recognize your voice" or something like that. Um, but it is nice. I mean, we've kind of joking jokingly complained behind the scenes about like we don't it's not like we have like an online community of fans like some pot which is totally fine <laughs> like some podcasts have um but we do like don't i can't remember the last time we got like a review on apple so it, but it is definitely nice when somebody's like oh i listen to the podcast and you're like oh don't know if anybody listens but <laughs> cool well
2: when you if, like what a week or two ago mike when you put on your personal twitter and for oh, all listeners yeah. that don't know at what is your handle? Just Mike Tatarski. Okay, think. and Mike Tatarski. It's <laughs> nothing. You'll recognize him by the blue check. Uh, <laughs> when you posted Didn't on ask for it. when you posted on Twitter that you were leaving Saigonir and transitioning oh, yeah, that's out, right. the amount of people. That mentioned like, oh, that's a loss for the podcast. Oh, I love the podcast. I mean, I think it was like three. Well, right? that's three more than emails we've gotten in months, and, and which is awesome and, and well deserved. But I remember reading this and being like, well, where the hell were you people then? I don't ever hear from you guys.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, to me that, again, we're getting a little off topic here, but to me, that's like an extension of a writer's lament. Like I remember when I was writing my blog, God, before becoming like a professional writer, I'd be like, why isn't anybody commenting on my stuff? And then... You meet somebody who's reading it and you're like, oh, that's good. Like, obviously. But then at the same time, I know, Paul, you and I have talked about this. Like, I am a very avid podcast listener. I haven't reviewed a podcast in my life. Yeah, so no, I have never never to talk. Email into anything. <laughs> I tried commenting on your blog recently, Mike,
2: but
1: uh, URL not found.
0: Yeah, I've told you so many times <laughs> that it's not on the internet anymore.
1: <laughs> well, I think the thing about podcasts is. is it's between the platform of writing and commenting and listening, there's like a gap there. Oh for sure, yeah. You know, yeah. if you read a garden article and there's a comment section and you were you wanna comment right there, but like if you listen to the podcast and you wanna comment you have to like lock in your phone or your computer, open your email, key in the address and yeah. all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing that we or ever say I do enough to inspire like such a yeah. passionate effort to come. No, no. Yeah. So, you know. That makes sense.
2: <laughs> Except shout out to my dad. I always appreciate his Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. He would let us
0: know. Hello, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Bruce. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean I am trying to think if I have any other I mean we've I think we've covered some of the most of the key well the not, eras. not
2: to pat ourselves on the back too much, but if any listeners, you know Put down your sourdough bread because we can claim to uh, have consumed and interviewed the Tartine Empire before they
0: began. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. we <laughs> that, did. That actually. was one of
2: our, I think, one of our podcasts before
0: they were famous moments. We, we <laughs> yeah, I think they them. still had like one location and now there's like seven. I don't even well, it's think not it, 17, they hadn't even it's opened like yet. Or... They were still
2: doing delivery ones at that time. Uh, they, they had they the were... new one
0: in the works. but Oh, gotcha. Jerome and foom Okay, yeah. Yeah, they, they've done very well and very good food. Yeah. Um but yeah. It might I, be time for some wheat though. A <laughs> lot of sourdough. <laughs> well you can get wheat bread anywhere else, really. Um yeah, I don't know, kind of as we wind down, any other favorite memories or not favorite memories? <laughs>
1: Oh, there was that one time uh, our ex-colleague, oh, and now oh, uh, <laughs> Vietnam chief of the German uh, D- DPA. What DPA. is it called?
0: The German. I don't know what it is. Something in German. I don't know what the acronym news is.
1: News agency yeah. or something. Uh, Chris Humphrey, if you're listening, <laughs> hi Chris. He's definitely uh, not listening. Definitely not. <laughs> Barched into a recording section
0: and flashed us. He had no shirt on. Yep, he wasn't. No- but we we just had, carried on yeah complete uh, consummate professionals in yeah, the face of so wild professionalism. Professionalism. you could listen to that episode and have no quite. idea <laughs> no, not uh, there may have been like a half second hesitation in whoever was talking when he had walked in but then just carried on <laughs> i think much to his chagrin um yeah that was that was a good moment yeah, <laughs> yeah i think that's probably as good a good spot as any to why not wrap up with with that moment um so that's it for for this week's show thanks as always for listening and your patience if you're still listening after all these months of silence um we're on spotify apple still stitcher still on assume, stitcher paul i never actually check oh that's where i listen that's where <laughs> my dad listens um i just want to on a get, get personal for a moment um this has been definitely one of my favorite parts of working for second Year over the years you know even with the various gaps in episodes um i think everyone who was who we've named who was on it like why well, i was already quite good friends with dana but like certainly got closer to, to both of you and t through it it's been it always brought me
1: re- farther apart from some of the <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, the opinions yeah that's true always enjoy the episodes like the re- actual recording and all that you know again sometimes there's we struggle a little bit with coming up with ideas but it, i think that they're always when once you actually sit down and do it it's never like a drag or anything like that it's a lot of fun and i hope listeners also had fun I hope to see this resume in some form in the future, but we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Paul and Coy, thanks for, for doing this um, many dozens of times. <laughs> At least two times. At least two. Yep. Between two and 100. Wait, how yep. does that
1: vitamin C song go? Uh... <laughs> It's called Graduation. Yeah, I, I remember that. I always it,
2: mix it up with the, the sunscreen song. I, always wear, I wanted to sing Mike a and going away, and this is blowing it's probably, up in my it's face. probably best if we don't have any singing at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm singing in
0: my heart, Well, I Mike. mean, it's,
1: it's not like they're going to stop listening. You know, <laughs> yeah.
0: sure, stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thanks again for all the insight and banter, as always. And uh, see you sometime. <laughs> That's I like that. <laughs> That's good <laughs>